Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox, and myself, Brady Quinn. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever the hell you are, making us a part of your Tuesday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up through the end of the hour, 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, and we do it all live Live. from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installs. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. All right, so uh, people are still trying to figure out what the hell happened at the end of that Patriots-Raiders game. Uh, it's still it's still going on. Still trying to figure out uh, what exactly was the, uh, the plan They're fingerprinting the, the water bottles that, that were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, well. can, uh, can anyone come up with, like, a possible explanation for what was said. Do you want to hear from Belichick's ex- explanation? Uh, excuse me. Explanation this, from... Yeah. Um, so this was yesterday. He was on the Greg yeah. Hill Show in Boston. And you tell me, because this might sell you on the plan in New England for that final play. Here was Coach Belichick. Yeah, I said it was too far. I just, I, it's, it's too far to throw that play on um, that situation. Obviously, it was... The play didn't turn out anywhere close to the way we wanted it to, so I'll just leave it at that. I mean, there it is. I mean, I think that gives us our answer. Yeah, so just uh, there, there's no more that needs to be said. Uh, we've, we've gotten everything we need to know. Uh, just didn't turn out the way they wanted it to turn out. Well, that's clear. Okay. Well, yeah, obviously. Uh, clearly, though, he's, he's almost admitting to the fact that and, and I think you probably lose the locker room. Maybe I'm wrong in that assumption, LeVar, but in my mind, like, these guys fell on the sword for you. I mean, you clearly told Ramaje Stevenson, Jacoby Myers, to try to make something if you get far enough downfield. 
that had to have been the conversation because it's not like Stevenson fumbled. He looked to pitch it. And it's not like Myers, like who got cornered and had nowhere to go but backwards, at that point was thinking, okay, get out of bounds. Let's go to overtime. He was looking to try to make more out of that play. They had to have been told that. that that's, I, I don't care what he said post game. He's covering up for his coaching staff. He, he's covering up for his team. And, you know, kudos to him for doing that. But I, I just hope they show him the same loyalty, you know, if and, if and when it ever comes to a contract negotiation or an extension. I just know anytime a player says in a press conference, you have to ask coach that about that. They're telling you that. I'm not I'm not comfortable giving you an answer. Like that's just stop right there. You don't have to read too deep too far into it. There's not no military secret, right? Like he's basically telling you whatever it is that we did, we did it because our coach told us to do it. So go ask the coach about it. Is basically what the interpretation of that would be to me. Right. I've never said I've never been in an interview where I if I had a question that was an answerable question I said, go ask coach about it. I'm going to answer the question. But if it's a question that I don't necessarily know if I should answer or if I should, if I answer it, what the ramifications of answering it is, you always direct it. They always say questions that you're not supposed to answer, you always direct it to the media people, like, like the representatives of the team, or to the coach. That's it. Like, done. Next question. Like, ask the coach about that. That's not – that's above my pay grade. Ask ask the coach about that. That means you're not answering a question that they need to answer, which says that – I mean, it's not hard. Now, I will say this. The running back pitching it looked like that was desperation. But the the receiver looked like that was deliberate. To me, that was my takeaway well, from but it. But my only thing is, why do you pitch it at all? Why if you're pitch it at all? And, and you're tied and you want to go into overtime, why pitch it at all unless you're told to pitch it? Yeah, I don't disagree with that. I don't know. That's what, that's what like, I was like, all right, this is by design to some degree. They were definitely but. close enough where if it was executed properly, they could have they could have got gotten it. But here's my thing. The receiver tries to throw the ball back to the quarterback. I would assume that the quarterback is going to try to throw that ball downfield if he's successfully able to get a hold of it. I don't think Mac was going to run. No, I can't think he throw would've... it that far. His coach said so, so. So then there's there's that that's weird, right? Like what is the what what's the receiver what? trying to throw it back to the quarterback for? I mean, Jonas, I know from your notes, like before the show, you talked about having a theory on all this. What exactly is that? What's theory? the theory? Well, I, I yeah. think Belichick just outsmarted himself, and I think he's done this a couple of times throughout the course of his career. And we were talking yesterday and remember the game against the Jets? There was like a regular season game. It was a few years ago. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick was the quarterback for the Jets. I think Todd Bowles was the coach. They went to overtime and Belichick won the toss and deferred. You're like, what? And it was almost like he wanted to beat the Jets in a unique way. Like, oh, they're, they're the Jets. I'm going to go ahead and defer, get the ball back, and then we're going to win. And I think the Jets went down and scored on their first drive. And it was like, wait, what happened here? And then there was a game against Indianapolis, a regular season game, where there was a, a, an, an odd decision to go for it on, like, fourth and two or something like that. This was a, a few years back when Peyton Manning was still with the Colts and Tom Brady was there. I just wonder if Belichick got in this spot – and got too cute and just outsmarted himself and said, you know, it's like 
like when he would when he refused to put Malcolm Butler in the game in that Super Bowl. It was like, no, 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 we're just going to sit Malcolm Butler. And we still don't know what the hell happened before the game. But it's like they couldn't stop Philly all game long. They had no answers for him. But for some reason, he felt like in that situation, Malcolm Butler wouldn't have helped. Never mind the fact that the guys already played in the Super Bowl and had one of the biggest plays in the history of the Super Bowl, which helped win them a Super Bowl. It just feels like Belichick kind of gets too cute sometimes. And I wonder if that's what this was. And to your guys' point, the players are having to sit up there and wear it and then you know not to mention mac jones uh not being able to tackle uh chandler jones in that situation also not i mean luck. he got the hell stiffed out of him I, like, brady would have made that tackle I'll man just put it that, that stiff arm uh, was, yes, that was one of the illest uh, stiff arms that people don't really talk about i mean it was one of the most de- like degrading stiff arm like that was just total disrespect and disregard for that man just on national television yeah take that Take this arm. Because yeah. if if somebody would have gone Take rogue. Take this arm and right, sit on the ground. So if Stevenson would have gone rogue or Jacoby Myers would have gone rogue, I felt like Belichick wasn't necessarily pissed off after the game. He just seems really disappointed and really defeated. And I think that's because he knows it's on him. If one of those players did that, remember when Brady and the Deflategate stuff came up and he was so frustrated with the whole situation that he said, just go ask Tom. You, you got to ask Tom. I didn't get that vibe from Belichick after the game. And the more that he talks about it, the more he just seems like that was on me. And I wonder if he's said so much or has said as much to those name, players. In name the one afterwards. player on that team that would actually feel like they have enough tenure or enough whatever it may be to not do what Bill Belichick wants. Name Ma- one player. Matthew Slater. And that's it. No, and, and Maybe Matthew McCourty. Slater. Yeah. Isn't, McC- isn't there a McCourty yeah, still McCourty, yeah. Matthew, Matthew Slater <laughs> yeah, is, sure. is such is a team player. His, he is such a team Bro. player. He would never deviate. <laughs> there's identical twins, and then there's the McCourty twins well, who are like true. even more than identical. <laughs> yeah. like, I, I just, that is dude, true. St- it's unbelievable. Like Tiki and Rondé Barber, I could tell the difference. Yeah, oh, easily. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, That's not hard. But the McCourty, the McCourty twins, like, did they play a trick on Belichick one time doing that? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I think they did. That would be um, interesting. And oh, also. If, if they played on different sides of the ball, for sure. Also, oh, yeah. uh, do you get the sense that there is some sort of tension between Mac Jones and Bill Belichick? I'm starting to get that You can hear frustration. Like, you're not Tom. And you're not the coach that coached Tom. Like, they're looking at each other like, like got you. Like, the, the Spider-Man picture everybody's pointing at, at <laughs> another Spider-Man. Like, Hold on, you coach Tom Brady. Why? Why aren't I getting the same results? Wait, hold on, I coach Tom Brady. Why aren't you getting me the same results? Like, and it's it's also like Brady came in as you know sixth round draft pick. He you know was and didn't have the you know the measurables and all the other things that came along with it. So there was a clear pecking order established. Mac Jones, the first round pick, and won a national title. So I just wonder if Mac Jones comes with a little bit more of an ego or understanding of his accomplishments. And maybe doesn't and play for a coach that is familiar with Belichick, yeah, and coaches the same type of way as Belichick. So he's looking at it like, look, I played for Coach Saban. Holler at me, like, don't act like I ain't never had greatness around me. I've been around greatness. I've I paid my dues. I I won for that that team. Like, don't be disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> don't disrespect me. I played for Saban. You know his name. Say his name, Coach. Coach, Coach Bill, say his name. 
Like I come from something. Don't don't be playing. Yeah, that's Belichick's good friend, though. Nick Saban. That, well, there you go. Yeah. Well, they better have him mediate before it gets too <laughs> it just, too, too, too intense. It, it does feel like there's something going on with those guys. And Mac Jones is just not he's not gonna sit there and just keep his mouth shut. Because wasn't there wasn't there stories, Brady, where even in practice when he wasn't playing, when Mac Jones would be slicing up the defense, he would let him know. Like he would talk to him. Like I remember hearing stuff about that, even back when he was just, you know, on scout team that yeah. he that he was really mouthy and would say things. He, he, yeah, he talked a little trash. I mean, which, look, it fires up the defense. It kind of fires up you know, a lot of people, but rightfully so. It, too, it helps him continue to keep his confidence in himself and his abilities when he's not playing. So that, that's not overly surprising. I, I just – that's one of those plays and those endings that sticks with you for the rest of your life. Like, you will never forget that. When, like, there's a rarity that happens. Like, I, I've always said, like, I, I, I remember losing on a Hail Mary where we had a pass interference call and got, they gave Detroit an untimed down. And then Stafford came back after hurting his shoulder on that play. Oh, you were in that game? Threw a touchdown pass and then kicked a PAT to win it. And I remember sitting there thinking to myself, like, I never trusted the ending of a game ever again the rest of my life. Didn't matter if I was playing on the bench, watching it now. Like, I never trust an ending of a game because of how that game ended. It was so crazy to see, like, of all the Hail Marys that have been thrown in the history of football, how many do you actually see a pass interference call when you could call pass interference every single time? Like, every single time you could make a P.I. call with the way everyone's going up for the football and the way everyone fights for it. Yet we were the team that got called for it. I just, I'm telling you, like, that's a loss for the Patriots that'll stick in the back of their minds forever because you'll probably never see another loss like that again. You, so you were in that game. The one, was it the Matt Stafford where he did the um, – was he trying to do a quarterback sneak and that's how he got hurt with his rib injury no. or something like that? No, or? It, it was actually on the final – I mean, if you want me to tell it. Brandon Pettigrew. One yard. I think it was Brandon Pettigrew, if, I, if my memory it, it serves me correct. definitely wasn't. So yeah. how, how it happened was he w- was literally throwing a Hail Mary, and he got crushed on that play. Well, we got called for defensive pass interference, so we got the ball with a two or whatever for an untimed down. And he initially was going to go off and not come in the game. I think they may have had to call a timeout, and then he ended up coming back in to run the play and threw a touchdown pass probably to Pettigrew, and then they kicked the PAT to win it. God, you had a great game, too. 21 of 33, 304 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. How about that? Dealing. It was a, it was a fun game. It was back and forth. There was one <laughs> That's that, a good game. Uh, Dealing. Our, our, our running back dropped one Could right before half time, I threw on a wheel route. Okay. I'll never forget that. I, that was got, the best ball I threw the entire game. Brady might have no got them three that. touchdowns in garbage time. <laughs> you think that was garbage that time? Come been. on. I just said <laughs> I mean, no. I, I, that was actually there was three touchdowns like in the first quarter. Maybe. Yeah, because I and I could I think I just I'm trying to think back to what those touchdowns. I think Muhammad Massaquai oh, had one. You're looking at um, you're looking. I'm at, not. Oh, Le- LeVar, he's definitely not. Uh, Chancey Stuckey had another one. I think Josh. Cribbs, I love how LeVar sides on to this town. I think, I think Josh <laughs> Cribbs also got one. He's definitely not. And like, then, I love <laughs> you have completely then, turned the corner with. I'm this. trying to think. The fourth one was it to was it to Michael Gaines? I think the fourth yeah, was. one was a, like a like a two or three yard yeah. pass from to Michael Gaines. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it. Yeah, let me just now let me look it up and see if I got this correct. Hold on a second. I don't know why LeVar plays along with your shenanigans. I really don't. Oh, hold on, don't throw me off here. I got to type this in. 
Yeah, that's correct. I got you're all missing, those correct. You're missing hey. the entire point of the conversation, which was like, LeVar, did you lose a game that you're like, yep, nope, I'll, I'll never forget that, and I'll always Minnesota, now right? For that. Uh, man, but I, well, I told you about the Michigan game. Yeah, I just, I'll just never forget that. It wasn't Minnesota. Minnesota is the, the most power. That's the most painful game I've ever lost. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, bro. When that's you lose on a hail mary, game. when you lose on a hail mary, it's like I, I don't even know how to describe it. It was fourth and like thirty-one. It was fourth and something dumb, stupid, crazy far, and Cochran just throws the ball up, and instead of us either like. I, I I don't I, I don't want to relive it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It is the most depressing thing because it. you will never remember. Like that was probably my, my best statistical or one of my best statistical performances. But no one remembers it when you lose. Like That's they crazy. Only, you only they will only remember that a great game when you win. Yeah. And then you when you lose like that, it is the worst thing. I, I'm pretty sure we all got hammered on the plane on the way back. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I should say pretty. I'm, I'm positive. Like there was a lot of drinking going on I'm how positive. long is that flight from detroit to cleveland i don't know it felt like forever <laughs> there's no way that's honestly, we, like made, we made a bust flight. for all I, oh i know and we honestly <laughs> could have busted for all i know but it felt like forever i promise i had a good night after that game after i got through the depression of losing i, I rallied Licked the lid a little bit. Yeah, I definitely hey, those rallied. Hail Mary losses hit different. Yeah. <laughs> Hail Mary losses, man. I think I had some banana red that night. I think some way, somehow. Hell banana red. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah. Um, um, you all know about uh, uh, what's banana red? Come on, uh, Berto. Banana, banana red, red and. Uh, Wait, why would Berto know? Because it's this liquor. Berto it's, uh, it's Berto. Me and Berto would know about this. I mean, Lee would know about that more than anyone else. Nah, it's cheap liquor. Berto, tell us about that banana. It, banana red. Hold on. I'm going to tell y'all the, the brand of it. Somebody Who? out there like, how do you not do you remember mean, like, this? banana rum? No, it's not it was, rum. Well, Lee, where is yeah, Lee on? MD, Let's, Mad Dog. Oh, MD Mad 2020? Dog. Damn, oh. man. There you go, Mad Dog 2020. By the way, you know it's not Mad Dog. That's like a misnomer. It's just MD 2020. People yeah, just well, started calling it Mad Dog. Banana Sounds red. better if it was Mad Dog. I agree. Well, I we agree. did call it Mad Dog, though. And you got the banana red? The banana red. That one right there. That God, red one. That's gross, red. man. Oh, yeah, you guys oh, look at the, at the uh, computer screen now? Is that what you're doing? I yeah. pulled it up. <laughs> I, I, I don't have a problem admitting that. Uh, here, here, first let me, time for let me. me. Let me pull it up on my cell phone. <laughs> here we go. Pull it up. Uh -oh, no, 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 no. Don't pull your cell phone up. <laughs> It's good. It don't even sound like Jonas's. Huh? I can't even do it the same way. <laughs> there we go. Different. Yeah. yeah. What, a guy but the funny thing was, I said on my cell phone. Let me pull it up on my cell a guy, phone. A guy so can't remember a 59-yard touchdown pass to Mohamed Massaquai back in 09. I just remember. His uh, ball's broken, apparently. I don't understand it. I said Mohamed Massaquai. I don't know why we're still talking about that. I um <laughs> I just know. I'm still wondering how Lee wasn't able to chime in on that. I feel like he visits the liquor store. Banana yeah, banana red. How do you not yeah, know banana red, Lee? Come on, Lee. Lee. I, I was the one who told you in your ear. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Why do you say it on the air? That, what that are you saying? Are you scared to admit did. something? No, he did say it in my ear. I thought it went over the air. Yeah, yeah, no. you did. Banana red. I was faded, too. By I think way, I had some Alizé that night, too. Yeah, you And did. some Tangeray in three different occasions. And I think that was the first time I ever smoked uh, a black and mouth. <laughs> I was depressed. <laughs> All because of the Hail Mary loss. I was depressed. It'll take you to new lows, man. People were I'm like, here, you. have this. I was like, all right. Oh, drank a little bit of that. And then 
I think one of my homeboys, he fell out in, in some bushes, one, one of my teammates. <laughs> we literally had to pull him out of some bushes that night. Like, it was a night. It was a night. I mean, it was a night. That's what happens, It dude. was the Waffle House the next morning, though. No. Jesus, bro. That's, that's not in college. That's pros. You you drown your sorrows with that in, in the tell Brady what you just asked. Make sure he knows. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's definitely pros, bro. Yeah, that's not college. <laughs> and by the way, that's not every pro team. It wasn't until I, I got to my second stop where I started <laughs> seeing that be more prevalent. I was like, oh, okay. You <laughs> Waffle House the next day, though? Waffle Go to House, the team man. hotel, and there's different... <laughs> different environment giggity, in giggity, giggity, giggity. you know the the home fries at and uh, state college are just so good they're just different smothered covered and peppered they're they're know. not smothered it's waffle house but they don't even eat a waffle they house. definitely you just get coffee from there yeah. onions the onions you, babe something about the way they <laughs> pepper it in the onions and the oil maybe the oil that they use to cook them Brady and I got uh, to-go coffees in Kentucky, and one of the guys working there looked like he had fallen asleep on a table saw. I mean, he just <laughs> this guy was a disaster. He was half a man? <laughs> just like a mess. First off, I mean, I'm not here to disparage someone, one. Was so I'm I not going to go that far. Was I wrong? We were the best-dressed people that maybe walked into Waffle House in the history of Waffle House. <laughs> they, they asked if we were going to prom. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> oh, wow. Yep. I mean, by the, by, but mind you, obviously, we probably left at what we were there at like 5 a.m yeah Eastern time. <laughs> and they're like asking we're going to prom I'm like, who the hell's going at 6 a.m to prom did they think y'all were dating i don't know <laughs> probably <laughs> they, they, the, the guy winked at me though and definitely dance? said like okay i was like all right well i'm not sure what's going on here uh, oh my gosh berto <laughs> Oh my god! That's correct, Bruno. Uh, <laughs> I mean, is. you guys finally well dressed. You know, you guys <laughs> and might I, look like a. I don't think item. you understand that we almost missed the beginning of the show because of a parking situation. Yeah, it was not. And ideal. I had to drop off Jonas <laughs> to coordinate how to get over to our set. And at that point, I just said, "Take Jonas. He's more important than I am." I was like, "I'll, I'll figure out where to park." Mm. Mind you, I parked ten feet from where I dropped Jonas off and actually met him <laughs> yeah. for the beginning of the show. Yeah, we were. It was uh, a very dramatic moment, and Jonas couldn't figure out the directions, and the guy telling us the directions. Uh, so what? I would have been nobody, alone on that. Nobody knew where we were supposed to go. They're at the at the racetrack. Are, are we asked saying, people. I would have been alone on the opening of the show. Well, potentially, yeah, but, but again, fine. I was just like, just have yeah, Jonas no, go. He's he's way more important than I yeah, am. No. Yeah, I and Jonas agreed. It. He hopped right out. It was like, Jake, I see you. Yeah, that's what I was hoping. Oh. But I told him we would have had the, to, the best Lee was I, I legally it. parked for the entirety of our show. Yeah, that's all right. They no probably problem. let you. They let you. <laughs> no one said anything. Yeah, I, yeah. I, as long as you act like you know what you're doing there, like they really wouldn't say anything. <laughs> I, I could have literally put on a jockey outfit. <laughs> and dwarfed every other jockey out there and got on a horse. They would have let me ride most likely. Yeah. Ah, look at that big serious. man going down the track. You're like, what the hell's ah, happening there? That's the biggest God's darn jockey I ever seen in my life. <laughs> uh, two pros what and a going Joe on here, man? Lavar <laughs> uh, Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. All right, so uh, coming up next, we are going to get into a conversation about somebody in the NFL who's not treated very nicely uh according to his head coach uh, you'll hear from him right here on fsr <laughs>
Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Oh, man. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. Um, so we're going to have a look back at the uh, prop at monster results from Monday Night Football. That'll be coming up here in about 15 minutes from now uh, from the Tyrac.com studios. So apparently Justin Jefferson is uh, they're not teams aren't being very nice to Justin Jefferson apparently uh, the stud wide receiver for the Minnesota Vikings uh, his head coach Kevin O'Connell spoke about this with the media yesterday here's how it sounded you know he did uh, take some you know take some shots in that game and and you know once again I think it was about the fifth or sixth week in a row he took a type of hit that drew a flag um, you know clearly there's there's an emphasis on the teams we're playing that uh, some of those hits. Uh, they don't just seem to be by accident at times. I mean, doesn't this happen? Like in in, in sports, where like the best player sometimes, you know, guys are gonna you know take liberties at some point if he's if he's so good, and especially him. I'm, I'm old school, so I'd let Q answer because that's just disgusting to me when I hear stuff like this. What do you mean? <laughs> Disgust me. What's wrong? What's wrong? Go ahead. What's wrong? talking about saying it disgusts me like listen if you're the best player on the team 
we're trying to f you up. Like bottom yeah. line, like yeah. I don't, I don't like you want to act like you're mortified by that. You want to act like you're shocked and surprised. Like you know, God, I don't, I don't have anything for that. I don't know. I, look, I, I agree. I, I'm the type that comes from the background of like I can't watch the NBA now. I, I can't. Like the the physicality that I grew up with as a young kid in the late '80s into the '90s, and watching the NBA now. It's two different games. I mean, it's completely different. Like, I remember when I was young, playing AAU, and my dad took me to some different places where, like, the better players played in inner city in Columbus. You know, the hoop. It's a very reputable spot. And that's where I learned to play basketball. Like, I didn't learn the formal training, all those stuff that I had in the rec leagues and all that I was young growing up with the travel teams. It was when I went, like, with better basketball players, and you were not calling foul. You, when you drove the hoop, it was like you were carrying the rock like a football. And then you'd figure out a way of getting it up to the rim at some point. And so, like, as far as how it goes in football, like, I, I just – that was how it was. Like, you always are testing the best player's toughness. How is this any different than when a defense is trying to get shots on Tom Brady? Like, we've always heard, like, oh, what's, what's Tom Brady's kryptonite? Why, why couldn't he beat the Giants in the Super Bowls? Because they were Move hitting him. Move him off the spot. You start hitting him. Like, like you test someone's willpower and their toughness and their grit when you put them through pain and you see how they respond. And, and that, to me, has always been a part of the game of football. To me, it's one of the things that makes it the best sport in the world because it truly does test your toughness. Like, I know we're all, you know, we were all, like, wowed by the skill and the brilliance of soccer and what we saw in the World Cup. And don't get me wrong, it was a tremendous sporting event. It was. Like, maybe the greatest soccer match I've ever witnessed in my lifetime. But you know what I can't stand to see? Dudes out there flopping. Mm. Like, I understand there's a degree of mental toughness and conditioning and endurance and all that. But physical toughness? Like, it's not even close. And I can't stand to even watch that in soccer, the NBA, anywhere else. It's so, so soft. No, that was The Neil. flopping is, I, I just, it just... It bothers me so bad, and and you know what's bad about that? Not uh, not to cut you off, Jonas, but hey, what's bad about that? Here, man. I'm gonna let you back in. Oh, <laughs> let me just finish this quick point. I'm I'm bothered by the fact that quarterbacks and receivers are getting dangerously close to complaining, like how floppers are in basketball and soccer. Soccer's by far the worst. Basketball's gotten so bad that I think they have a foul for it now. Like if you flop, oh, don't they call a foul? For it. Or you get fi- yeah. In, in hockey, fine. there's diving. You'll get called for diving. I don't. I don't really go in. Like hockey players are badasses, so I don't yeah. really go into to the whole hockey thing. But soccer and basketball, soft. Like dudes, that's that that. Every single time you're touched. You're looking for a foul. You throw your hands up. If you notice on Sundays and in games now, you every single time the ball goes up in the air, if it's not a catch, what do you see the receiver do? Throw his hands up. Yeah. Like, where's yeah. my flag? Yeah. It's yeah. like it's either got to be a reception or it's got to be a P.I. Like, wh- like, when did this happen? When did this happen? Like, I, I just don't get it. Every single time somebody makes contact with the quarterback, what happens? You see the quarterback throw his hands up like – 
chew, start chewing out the referee like, how dare you not call this man touching me? It's, I, I don't, it's I don't also get it. the most punitive penalty in the NFL. And so, like last night, Baker Mayfield underthrew, I forget who the receiver was for the Rams late in that game, and he came back for the ball, and it was a P.I. It was an unintentional P.I. I think it was on Adrian Amos. And it was like a 45-yard gain, like on a ball that was completely underthrown because the guy knew if he flopped a little bit and Troy Aikman called him out and said, yeah, it looked like there was a little bit of acting there. He knew he was going to pick up a free 45 yards on a ball that wasn't even catchable. Like, like, But, you know, I mean, and, and Kevin O'Connell, like, look, the Bears have been saying this about Justin Fields, by the way, that Justin Fields is not getting calls. And there was a play on on Sunday where Indomitian Sue clubbed him to the back of the head and it was like well if that was tom brady or somebody else they would get that call it's like all right well it's not so i don't, I don't know like i don't know what to tell you like he's he's outside of the pocket he's running with the football and wasn't that the old adage like with cam newton if cam newton got outside the pocket they allow him to get hit yeah he got, wouldn't call it yeah so i don't know man it all i changed. say is all i say is in our meetings and this might be an indictment but you know what i don't play anymore so so what but they used to say it like when if this is the guy so we play a team the receiver is the guy kill the hit if the running back was like that's the guy kill the hit the quarterback if that's the guy kill the hit because you know what happens if you kill the hit the body dies you remember uh when jordan brady you mentioned the nba back in the day remember the yeah. bad boy pistons yeah and when michael jordan was trying to come up and get over the hump and, and destroy him and, like they literally, the 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 goal was Destroy every time him. he comes in the lane, he's gonna pay for it. Destroy him. Like he got mutilated every time he came in the lane. If you watch some of those plays now, guys are getting ejected nowadays and isn't, getting suspended. Isn't that at least partially again. the reason why we respect Jordan so much more? Like yes. why the Jordan me, enthusiasts yes. like yes. respect? Like like if Jordan didn't get touched. Like like these guys these days playing like of course he would have played better for longer, you know how bad they were beating him up, they were beating Jordan's ass, like beating him like like you said like back then dudes when Robert Parrish who was that that he socked was it Bill Lambert he socked somebody, yeah. <laughs> I mean like back in the day like physicality was what like think about this like th- like think about this. The vast majority of the people that you idolize and are heroes, that that are heroes to people, probably wouldn't have had, in football, they probably aren't Hall of Famers if they had to play in this era. They're not Hall of Famers. And not because they're not athletic enough, it's because they would not have been able to play the game the way that they played the game. We glorify the way that that uh, uh, Jack Jack Lambert played the game. We glorify the way you know Mike Mike uh, uh, Singletary. No, no, no. The other Mike Dicka. We we glorify yeah. the way these guys played, and 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 it would have been buckets, not Dicka, but buckets, right? Like we glorify the way these guys play, and yet if they played in this era, that everything that they do would be a penalty. Every single Probably. thing that they would yeah. do would yeah. be a penalty. Like I would, mo- most of my plays would be illegal plays. Let alone back when, like, oh, they're targeting J- Jeffries or Jefferson. They're they're going. You know what they used to do to Lynn Swan? Clotheslining. Yep. They clotheslining. You know what Deacon Jones used to do when he came off the ball to go get a sack? He head clapped you, slapped yep. the hell out of your head. Like, boom, concussion right then and there. Done. 
don't even have the same technology, none of that stuff. It's like, it was like, for me, it's like when we were men, like I had those moments like more than enough. Like there's the whole, that there was this whole saying, you know, tough times create tough men. Tough men work to create easier times. Easier times create soft men. Soft men create tough times. Like, dudes got to, like, toughen up a little bit, man. Like, it's too much, like, that's soft. Like, oh, Jefferson, like, oh, the, like, it's soft, man. Like, it's football. Like, they ain't saying that at youth league. Jefferson knows what physicality of the game looks like, and I get it. The rules are protecting guys, so try to get your guys protected. But golly, man, like let's let's calm down with all this softness, man. I'll be honest with you too. I had this conversation yesterday, trying to talking about some potential draft prospects, and you know, looking at Garrett Wilson, who in my opinion should win Offensive Rookie of the Year. You know, smaller guy, more slighter frame, um, maybe even a little bit lighter and, and smaller than Justin Jefferson as far as his overall frame and build. But when you look at some of these receivers coming into, like, next year and you look at the impact of a guy like Garrett Wilson, you know, a guy like that is able to have the impact he's able to have because of the way they have now officiated the game and because of the rules put in place where guys like that can last throughout the course of a season because they're not getting hit like they used to back in the day. So when you look at, like, Jordan Addison out of Southern Cal, who won the Blitnikoff two years ago, uh, and, and this year he had a pretty good year, but not quite the same what he, what he did in Pitt, the reality is he might only be 175 pounds. But that guy can last now because of the rules and the way they officiate illegal contact, defensive holding, PI, and, and, uh, and you know, protect those receivers going across the middle. I mean, it, it's like an entirely different game for these guys where back in the old days, you might say, dude, he's got to put on 20 pounds. He's not going to be able to last through 16 games. That's right. 17 games now. That's not the case anymore. Like, it actually allows some of these smaller, craftier, faster guys to be able to survive in the NFL where that probably would have been in the, the case in the past. Think about it's, AI in, in, in the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they were still allowed to beat you up when when AI was – and that's the one thing that people talked about is can he, can he survive because of his size. I mean, imagine if he was playing in today's NBA. Like, come on, man. It's Trey Young. It's like, oh, yeah, no, it's, it's not it, the same. It, yeah, well, you have to play on the that perimeter. The same. I know, but it's like, – Like I'll say, you have to play on the perimeter if you're going to do that. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, two pros and a cup of joe here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, we're going to have the results of the prop bet monster from last night. It's yours right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it, you listen to it, I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. We'll be back on the air tomorrow, 6 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 o'clock Pacific. If you missed any of this show, you can check out the podcast at FoxSportsRadio.com. It'll be posted up shortly after we go off the air. Before we get to another edition of our Prop Bet Monster Review, I want to let you know, fellas, it's time to stop treating your groins like junk. Introducing the Gillette Intimate Pubic Hair Trimmer. It's a gentle and easy shave from America's number one trusted men's grooming brand. Show your pubic region some respect with Gillette Intimate, the best a man can get. Here to feed your degenerate gambling soul. (laughs) The Prop Bet Monster. All right, lead the lab. How'd we do? It was an interesting one, you guys. We started off with... What does Baker Mayfield do first? Does he throw a touchdown? Does he throw an interception? Does he fumble or does he headbutt a teammate? I could not find him headbutting a teammate. So we have a touchdown thrown first to Tyler Higby. That one, that round goes to LeVar. Yeah. By the way, it should have been a fumble. Love this game. It should have been a fumble, but his offensive lineman recovered it. There was a strip sack Love opportunity. Love this game. So Here we go. Fellas. Who led the Packers in catches? Was it Christian Watson, Aaron Jones, which is what you took Jonas, Alan Lazard, which is what you took Brady, or was it other, which what is what you took LeVar? It was Romeo Dobbs. Five catches for the Packers. Love oh, nice. How Good many, call, this LeVar. Game. I, I love this game. How man. many did Aaron Jones have? Four? He did have four. You sure yeah. about that, Lee? Yeah. Okay. 
Okay. Why do you ask him to double check? Because uh, he don't want to lose. Now he got me double checking. Yeah, yes. No, he only lose. had four. You're right. Yeah. Don't listen to him. Yeah, no. yeah. How about my guy, Lazard, with uh, just one? Wow. <laughs> yeah. just, just one guess. Yeah, by the way, did you see Lazard get cracked by that uh, defensive lineman of the Rams on that yeah. turnover? <laughs> and then he got called for a penalty. How about LeVar, by the way? He, he's the king of others. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, just, yeah. he always goes with other and yeah. ends up winning. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm really going to do this. <laughs> I'm going to do this. What else, Lee? An with, all-timer. Yeah. All-timer right yeah. there, buddy. Yeah. With, <laughs> with the frigid temperatures out in Lambeau, we asked uh, which coach would go. Damn it. No beanie and still have hair product in. Yeah, Jonas, McVay. you went with LaFleur. Brady and LeVar, you guys went with both uh, both coaches having beanies on this one. So nobody took that one. It was Sean McVay. It was yeah, McVay. Have a, have a McVape yeah. going, no beanie. Yeah. Good for him, man. Yeah. Just showing off his toughness. Absolutely. First Lambo leap of the product. game, would it be a running back, a wide receiver, a tight end, or none of the above? Which you could say was RG3 and Adam Schefter pregame, but uh, no, it, it was none of the above. Nobody did do a Lambo leap during the game, and guess who took that one? And Brady, right? LeVar. What? LeVar. I, he always, he's I always thought, like picking the other or none of the above. See, but Brady, Brady made the point that I feel like somebody's well, going to do it. Brady made, made the point that. He said, uh, I, uh, I, feel uh, like, uh, I feel like somebody's going to do it before the game, and it and they did do it before the game. So I feel like Brady should also get a point. I there, feel right? like. I, I, don't, uh, I don't need a point. Uh, I, I, I really didn't get hey, that right. Hey, Brady, I, or, uh, Lee, I gave you clearance. You can go ahead and give him a point if you want. <laughs> I, I really don't want a point. I'd, I'd rather go over. It's equally as hard to go 0 for 5 as 5 and 0. <laughs> and guess what we have coming up? Because we right. asked, as a Packers fan, that being me, what will I drink first pregame? Oh, yeah. It was between a beer, a shot, or a mixed drink. I went beer. I went yeah. beer yesterday. Oh, come on, dude. Lee, you didn't have a shot. Lee, you didn't have a shot? I didn't have a shot. I You're did full have a, of crap. I did have a mixed drink. But. Yes. And so, I, yes. I was having the mixed drink. I was like, wait, did I have this first or a beer? I had a beer first. Yes. So Lavar won. Lavar went four, oh, four and four, one. Four. You, Jonas yeah. and Brady, you guys went zero oh and five. Lavar's in the lead. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh oh oh, O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.